All right, here we are, podcast 4.5. Why is it podcast 4.5, you ask? Well, we recorded the audio, and it was really fun. We had Dr. Brandon here. And then, for some reason, when I went to post it, there's some technical difficulties with the audio. So, and we had a super good podcast, and then uh, we went off to a tribe meeting with our company, and of course, was incredible. And we wanted to, to come back and kind of circle back to the conversation we had had, only to realize that that conversation really never existed in the podcast world because it was never launched. So. The good news is, is we're ready to turn the page, and the reason this is 4.5 is you may or may not ever hear episode 4, but because we don't know where the, uh, the audio is, but if that ever becomes available, we'll be happy to share. If not, we're going to move on and uh, learn from our lesson. We're going to get rid of that girl in the podcast department also. That's right. We've let uh, Chelsea 2.0 go. She was great, <laughs> and now here we are. So... Um, that being said, we just came back from Tribe, so thoughts from our group getting together. You know, as most of you know, quarterly, the company gets together, we fly across the country, we meet, we pour over numbers, we lock ourselves in a room, we team build, we analyze, we challenge each other, we call bullshit when necessary, and uh, it's one of the most impactful things that I think we do as a company, and I'm not even sure why. When people say why, what's the one thing? accountability um yeah i think sometimes just being around people that are just getting it done at a high level you're like shit i need to get back and get going you know at a higher level but you know i think everyone pulls something different out of it every time and i think maybe that's why it's so special i think sometimes just people getting up there and actually saying the numbers that you know are behind them instead of just keeping them to themselves whether they're terrible or mediocre or super great i think there's something um, a level of ownership you have to have even more so than just knowing your numbers, but actually getting up and presenting them. Well, if you don't have accountability for what you're doing, I mean, really, if you set goals and don't tell people, if you're you know, just out there knocking stuff out and really don't compare yourself. I mean, I know we, in this world we don't want to compare ourselves and it doesn't matter who wins and everyone gets a trophy and all of that. But, you know, really, if you don't know how to hold yourself accountable at a higher level, then it's very tough to achieve that because all of you, all of us, reach that obstacle where someone's got to like push you through or remind you of how committed you were or remind you of how great it's going to be. And not only that, sometimes it's really nice to see people that have already gotten that done that are ahead of you. And so, you know, I, I think it's great no matter if you have a tribe, obviously, to get together with, then that's awesome. If not, then you need to have an accountability group. You need to have an accountability partner doesn't matter if you're working out or going through school, whatever the case may be. Shit, it carried me through school. Thinking like, I, I don't want to lose to these people. Like, I mean, I'm just a competitive person. So to me, that's everything. Like, I, if I'm going to do something, I should win. And, and damn it, I'm okay with that. I know people think that's over competitive. But to me, I think it's gotten me uh, some pretty cool shit. So, do you think people who are not competitive like being held accountable still? Uh, you know, I would think so, but it's hard for me to say because I'm I'm not a non-competitive person. But I would think, if nothing else, even if they don't want that accountability, they like to see what other people are doing because they like to see what reality looks like. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you never know, if if you went to the gym and never knew that you could actually get in really good shape, you may lose faith a little bit when you hit a plateau. But mm-hmm. of course, we all know like how people can carve out this incredible physique. 
and it kind of keeps you going and it kind of keeps you, you know, you know how fast you can get, you know, all this type, uh, these, these things that are possible. So I think it kind of motivates you, but yeah. Um, for anyway, so tribe is incredible. We had a great one. Our next one's in Miami here in January mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, San Diego kicked ass as usual. And, and we, we love our group of people. We have a cool, cool team that we've assembled. It's super sure. fun. I feel like it's always like a family mm-hmm. reunion. So it, is, it feels it's that fun. way a little bit. Yeah. So. Well, now that you have your voice back and you can talk, tell us what's on your mind today. Yeah, that's been a rough couple of weeks losing my voice. Um, you know what's on my mind today that I kind of jotted some notes down about is a question I get a ton from, uh, whether it's from students in chiropractic school or young docs or even some people that aren't even in the profession, just more on the entrepreneurial side of things is, like, how many hours do I need to put in to get to get this done, to, to like to achieve my goal or to... Uh, to achieve something you've achieved or whatever the case may be or on, another way of saying that is people will come and say man I worked a Saturday or I, I was at the office till 9 p.m. last night or I go in till uh, 6 a.m. sometimes to, to get stuff done and here's the thing that I, that I tell them and I think this is so important that people understand this concept and it, it, it's this is like if you have a dream and you have a passion of something you're going to build, whatever that is, the biggest company that's gonna rival Apple or just your small little local business. Like, you don't give a shit how many hours it takes. You don't even measure that. Like, I don't leave work ever, and I love that. And some people will be like, well, God, how how do you take a break? Like, I love work. Like, I, I like to check email on vacation. I like to talk about work on vacation. Because to me, it's my passion. Like, I, I don't dread it. I love it. It's part of who I am. It's part of who Vanessa is. And so, you know, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. We don't have to shun this side of us that, like, that's my passion. I want to change healthcare. I want to build the largest chiropractic franchise company in the world. And I want to revolutionize the way people see a chiropractor. To me, that's cool. I can do that over wine on a Saturday. I talk that on the golf course on a Friday, you know. So I, I think it's it's... If this even makes sense, and you can tell me, like, yes, it does, or what the hell are you talking about, but I don't think you can quantify it takes this many hours, or you have to go on this many early sessions, or stay late this many times. You need to eat and breathe and just absolutely become one with this vision to really achieve the shit that people are asking about. Yeah, I think it's when you're talking about that, it kind of sounds like, and I know we've we referenced parenting because we both have kids, but it sounds like that a little bit to me also for people who aren't entrepreneurs yet or don't know that level yet is like, you never are like off from being a parent. You're always thinking about your kids or you get an email from their school or you see, you know, a picture that your the grandma posted right. or whatever. You're always kind of like in tune with that side as well as like you were talking about your passion, whatever the business is. Yeah, it's not running. like you don't dread it. It's like how many hours do I have to put into parenting to have a good kid? Right. Well, you probably twenty four seven. Like it's just it just is who you are. Like I mean, mm-hmm. there's times not that you have to not focus on anything else. Right. You know, you can focus on your spouse sometimes. You can focus on whatever sometimes. But um, you know, I, I think it's just important to realize like if you're looking at it that way, like oh my god, <laughs> I came in early last week, or I'm staying late every night, or how many hours do I have to work, or oh God, I don't want to talk about this on the weekends, then that's a job. Like Then that's something you're doing to build somebody else's vision. But if you're building your vision, you don't ever dread it. And you're more than happy to talk about that nonstop. I would question, I think it's also, if we look at it the other way, it's a good way to see if you look at what you're doing as a job or not. 
Yeah. Uh, so school is a good example. A lot of people are like, well, how long do I have to study for that test? Yeah, that's probably accurate in that assessment because that you're, you know, you just want to get through that class. Mm-hmm. It's not your passion. You just want to. Ha- how many hours do I have to study for the chem test to knock it out? Right. That's more of of what that is. But even then, it's more like, do I feel confident in all the questions I'm going to be asked? That's when you stop. Is when you feel confident. Not really like you can't really put an hour to it. I mean, right. It's more just when you're ready. But but then you could even tie that into what that's going to be. Like I mean, a chem class is a good example. It's a, such a small dot in your doctorate level education to become a chiropractor, say. But that being said, how you do everything, like is how, how you do one thing is how you do everything in your life. I think that you can't just half-ass certain things and all of a sudden expect to be phenomenal when it matters. Mm-hmm. You can't not practice very well and then all of a sudden on game day expect to come up and just kick butt. And I know there's a few people that maybe they say, hey, they're, they're that guy plays better on game day than he does on practice and whatever the case may be. But, you know, what they don't see is the work behind it. You know, so you talk about people like Odell Beckham and stuff like that. He doesn't like to practice, but on game days, on on fire. Man, that guy's worked his ass off, whether you like him or not. Like, I mean, you know that guy's lived in a gym for the last 20 years of his life. He's probably caught 10,000 footballs a year. Like, he's done what it takes and so maybe he comes across a little bit lackadaisical and things, and I don't obviously know him from anybody, but and I don't even necessarily agree with with his uh, you know teamship. But but that being said, when people are like, well, he doesn't practice that hard, like bullshit. The guy practices hard. Yeah. There's nobody that he wouldn't plays be there hard. if he yeah. if he didn't. And, and there's so many people. So many people are like, well, that rap star, this guy, like they don't really. It's like people that come across. That's part of the, who they are. So when you see somebody, you know. Post Malone or you see Snoop Dogg or you see any of these actors and actresses like they have worked their butt off to achieve the level to get to to that award-winning level like it wasn't like they were lucky you make your own luck you make your own luck in business you make your own luck in marketing you make it in acting you make it in singing athletics everything you know they've just taken some talent and and put some work behind it and that's really where excellence lies when you can do stuff like that so yeah um, you know, so I, I think that the take home today, and it's a fairly simple concept, but I mean, check yourself. If you're doing something and counting the hours that you're putting into it, then you're doing it for the wrong reason. But if you're doing something just because you love it and you can't wait for it to pan out and you really don't care how many hours it takes and you probably go to bed thinking about it and you probably wake up in the middle of the night thinking about it and when you wake up, there it is. But it's not a bad thing. It almost feels like, oh, I can't wait to get back to that, right? I need to solve that challenge or that that obstacle, whatever the case may be. That's becoming a passion. And when people understand, like when they ask me, like, how many hours do you put in to do what you've done? I don't even know, man. I mean, if, if you count hours that I'm visualizing and thinking and things like that, countless, countless. But I find with Vanessa and I, some of our best ideas come on a plane ride. Some of them come... You know, out on the deck overlooking the, you know, the sunset, drinking a bottle of wine. I mean, that's that's where you some would consider work. We consider it like pursuing this vision that we have. And I'll never be satisfied with with where we are. Uh, I don't think in my lifetime, even if I achieve what I think now, you know, by the time I get there, I'll have bigger things I want to achieve. So I think a lot of times like the the big picture stuff comes from times like, you know, your vacations or like when our tribe gets together and ideas are shared and things. And then the day-to-day office stuff is more of like the logistics to make it happen too, which is kind of 
a fun way to look at it because you are working when you're drinking a glass of wine at, on your you know on your back porch and different things like that and so yeah, you have to have both you do and but. that's a cool thing you brought out there because there's a big difference here don't take what we're saying is don't ever leave the physical work right i mean so like you need to change your venue on a regular basis you got to change your headspace uh, on a treadmill for some people is where it all comes to them and for some people it's right before you to go to bed for some people it's on the yoga mat whatever the case may be you've got to change the venue to to you know to add that creativity to to your your vision and it might always not be you focusing on your vision but bettering yourself in different ways to be able to better make your vision happen too i think like listening to different podcasts and audiobooks that inspire you to have newer fresher ideas and well people, people get better and pe- here's a good example of that like people leave work maybe on a tuesday like holy shit, I can't overcome this. Like, this one's not going to be, I can't handle this. This is that roller coaster that entrepreneurs talk about. Like, I'm going to make a billion, I'm going to go broke. I'm going to make a billion, I'm going to go broke. And so when you're in one of those dips of I'm going to go broke, you can't even fathom solving this challenge that's in front of you. Because you're like, I don't know if this one's, you know, I don't know. Like, And you get in a bad mood and it, it changes who you are. Fast forward 48 hours and you're like laughing at it. You know, like, and the problem probably isn't even gone. It may still be there just as big as it ever was, but you start to look at that problem a different way and you start to chunk it down and you know all of a sudden with confidence, once you've looked at it, slept on it, talked about it, done all the things you need to do, all of a sudden that problem just becomes another one of the obstacles in your journey and not this thing that's going to derail the entire vision by any means. So Mm -hmm. I think that people, you know, make sure you check out of the physical work, but you know you don't really necessarily check out in your brain of the vision that you've that you've put in front of you. And I think you know we've talked about the people who you surround yourself with, your tribe, all of that. You know they're going to know how important your vision is, and so they're going to love listening to you talk about it and help you even come up with new ideas or how to implement certain ideas you might already have and join you on the journey and enjoy it with you versus say like, oh, are you ever going to stop talking about work? Right, right. So, well, so the easy answer is here, how long, how many hours does it take? It takes as many as it takes. Like, so just, just get to work and stop worrying about how many hours you're working. Stop trying to focus on telling people how many hours you spent in the library or how early you had to go in. I've had docs on a regular basis, usually the ones that don't make it say, man, I go in the office every morning because, you know, I've been going in early to get this done. I've been going in early. And sometimes they go in just for the sake of saying they went in early and get nothing done. Like the world of business doesn't give a shit if you open your doors up at 5 a.m. and go sit in a chair. Like just like they don't care if you go in on a Saturday and sit at your desk and stress out. You know, so business doesn't, doesn't reward effort. It rewards results. And so results come when you have an insatiable passion for what you want to do. And nobody, nothing is going to be put in the way to block you from achieving that. And then honestly, when you get into it, you love that journey. I love getting knocked down because I can't wait to get back up. I love some schmuck doubting me because I can't wait to prove them wrong. So it becomes this great thing where like, yes, you love the haters. You love the blocks. You love the challenges because that is what allows you to separate from the pack 
and all the other mediocrity of people that call themselves entrepreneurs or people that call themselves doers, it, it allows you an opportunity to leave them in the in the dust. So um, with that, I think I don't even know what time wise that was. That kind of flew by. But, um, you know, essentially, that's it. Love your passion. Spend as much time as you need. Stop thinking about, you know, minutes and chunk it down more to achieving these goals and visions that you have so and i think if you if you're not enjoying it not loving what you do and waking up excited every day i mean i hear people every day complain about the job they have and you're like why are you doing it like i think if everyone in the world you know had a passion for what they do things would be a little bit different in the world instead of monday morning when you see people driving with frowns and practically tears in their eyes yeah, going to frozen. work frozen in fear because they have to pay <laughs> their bills and it sucks man don't yeah. don't spend your life doing something you don't want to do like it's there's too many ways to do something else even if you're doing that shit you don't want to do find time at night to do the stuff you do want to do and then your passion will be ignited and soon you'll be able to do that full time so you you don't give up on what your dreams are man so i mean you you've got to find a time and a place and and the ability to pursue those things that make you smile not those things that just you know put food on your table Um, that's that's not a fun way to go through life so Get it done. Put in as much time as you need. That's my answer. And uh, from the EJ, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Peace.